Electricast. Hey, it's Jobeth. It's Liz. Hey, it's Ariel. And this is Air Quote Law Pod, and we are giving you a uh, what what I thought think is going to be a weird episode. This is going to be a straight shot, recorded, unedited episode because. Liz is on some weird, random, last-minute, impromptu, I guess you're calling it a vacation? Yeah, um, it's been like a half a vacation. I mean, I'm at my brother's house, but I'm still, like, working during most of the day. So, you know, but I'm in a, in a different place. And So where yeah. are you? Scenery is good. T- tell us where you are and why you're there. Um, okay, so I am in um, Burnsville, North Carolina. It's outside of Asheville. My brother and his wife live on top of a mountain, um, about a half hour outside Asheville, and it's really remote. Um, we barely get phone service up here. So when I'm working, I'm on my voice over IP on my laptop taking calls that way. Um, but it's nice. It's a cute little town. Uh, haven't, I got in Sunday, it's Friday. I'm going to leave tomorrow. Uh, basically I had been really stressed out and I looked at my calendar and I had no court dates and no meetings. And I was like, you know, I am just going to be in the office. I can work from anywhere. So, um, I went with, uh, my husband had to work, so he couldn't come, but I took my, um, I have my two-year-old daughter. She's almost two. And um, we have a special guest also who's here with us on the podcast today, um, sitting next to me. It's actually his birthday today, and he's my traveling companion. We have um, Darren, who is my dog trainer. Hi. Happy birthday, dog trainer. Hello. How's everybody doing today? So (laughs) we've had a fucking week. But other than that, we're good. So, yeah, basically, I was like, I need a travel companion. Who do I know that also, like, has the work flexibility? And Darren runs his own dog training business. So he, you know, has the flexibility. And I was like, I was like, hey, this is random. Do you want to go on a road trip in a couple days? And he said yes. And now we're here. I just so happen to like road trips and random adventures. And... Yeah, so I went into work on Friday, like a week ago, and um, because I think we decided we're doing this on Friday, and we left on Sunday, and we had a meeting, me, Jobeth, our other business partner, and another one of our attorneys, and um, we went to lunch with someone, and everyone's like, you can't just bring your dog trainer on vacation, and I, I don't know why you can't, because it's a thing that I did. It happened. So, I mean, I guess you can, right? <laughs> so here we are. Prove that person wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I was definitely leading the charge on <laughs> it being a, a weird and, and awkward situation. And I guess I just, I imagine what shit I would get from my spouse if I proposed such a thing. Like, hey, I'm going on. I don't know. Let's, let's, yeah, I'm going on uh, a, a, a trip to, I, I don't know. Let's just take a trip that I'm actually going on. Like I, I've got the NFL draft is the end of April. So I'm going to be in Vegas with all of my, um, 
my agency people and not the players, but the, you know, my, my partner and then some other agents that we work with will probably be there and everything like that. So if I were to, you know, let, let's say, Hey, the, the gal that runs the, uh, the coffee shop down the street is going to go with me or, <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't bring somebody that that works for me here because I need them here working. Not I, I can't take them on some flim flam. But no matter what it is, somebody of the opposite sex is just randomly going to uh, join me out there. Somebody that does not have because we have an, two interns that are coming, and one of those happens to be female, um, but she works for us, so it's different. It's not the hey, I'm I'm taking this random, unrelated to the purpose person definitely different I mean yeah yeah and so there wasn't really a purpose to the trip except to get away I didn't want to do the drive I was going to take Joey my daughter I didn't want to do the drive alone with Joey because like who's going to be there like if I'm driving I can't like reach back and like hand her a snack or play her a video or something and I wanted someone to go with me and so here we here we are (laughs) I just, I want to say this is nothing personal to Daryl, but like, this is the beginning. We became friends. Like, and I, it's not just her. Like I'm friends with a lot of my clients. Like, I just believe in like that relationship. You know what I mean? It's good to have a good relationship with people. So importantly, you listen to the podcast, right? This is the beginning of every true crime podcast episode. You realize the guy who did it is always the dude who they were like, it was a group of friends or like. And it, it's always the dude who like just got added to the story who is the killer. So, so no is this going to be Daryl. like, like is this, it could have been this like, is just saying episode I 18, I think of air quote law pod, but is it also episode one of some weird offshoot true crime podcast that we'll pick back up on in a few months yeah. when Liz is dead? Oh, no. so I think this podcast is actually going to become famous when Liz is dead because they're going to be like, oh my God, they, they foreshadowed knew. her death on the they podcast. Didn't do shit oh my God, if I died, you guys would have such dodgy. a much better podcast. <laughs> it, um, so I'm going to label this one when I save it as episode 18 and episode one. And we'll come back to it being episode one of whatever, you know, we should have known Liz was going to die podcast. And there's plenty um, of woods around here to put the body. I'm Don't sorry. Be predictable, Daryl. Where? <laughs> like, give me some, some, you know, the cardinal, north, south, east, west. Like, what are you thinking? 50 paces, 80 paces? Drop some breadcrumbs here, brother. 80. Oh, my God. Drop her body like breadcrumbs all the way back up to Maryland. Ooh. Oh, my God. Did you guys bring a human shredder? <laughs> transporting a dead body across state lines i don't know it's not it's dead never, yet and you're never not leaving, come up right? for me yet that's something you guys should look up um but yeah so that's been um but oh it's been fun i mean we came down um with joey and my brother has off today but he's still sleeping he's been working um pretty much most of the days but we've been hanging out with my sister-in-law and um yeah just chilling it's it's been a good time um it's not it's not weird Mm-mm. tim doesn't think it's weird tim husband he's but tim like, is weird hi tim i know you listen from time to time he does listen he has tim is weird. weird 
Jobut's wife does not fucking listen to this. I sure as fuck hope not because does my way. So we had the bank episode last week with the looky loo, and because we're did doing the trouble? item of the week, but we recorded the bank episode before we started our Amazon item of the week. I still changed it up. And it was definitely an item, last week's item of the week, that by the time this drops, will be on the new item of the week, was this weird ass fucking, like, it, it looked like a house, but it's a container to store vegetables, fresh vegetables. <laughs> and um, I mean, for, for, for Ariel and Liz, while we're doing this live, if you go to Amazon to airquotelawpod.com, you'll see what I'm talking about. Nope, I already switched it to next week's. Forget that. Um, I forgot that I already switched it. We can't. See I'm screwing this shit up left and right. Um, but yeah, it was like this weird fucking house type. Let me see if I can find it just because it's weird. And it might be weirder than Liz's story. Oh. So what have you guys done this week? On your so um, we drove down on Sunday, so we didn't really do much. Um, Monday, we were we just kind of chilled at the house because like I, Monday was a day where like I worked the full day and was still kind of tired from the drive. Tuesday, we went and got barbecue. Um, oh, so it was really good. Um, my sister-in-law's tooth fell out. Um, <laughs> Saved a dog. Yeah, it was. a So we go to barbecue. We're there. Um, I spill barbecue sauce all over my shirt because I don't know. It's just who I am. What did, what did Joe say a couple weeks ago when I was getting ready to go to court? And I said, um, how do I look? Do I look like together? Do I look like a bit of a mess? And he's like, by Liz's standards or by the regular person standards. And I was like, well, by regular person standards, he's like, you look fine. But he's like, you know, you're always a little bit of a mess. And I thought about that. And then like two days later, I was talking to Joe, but I was driving in the car and I was trying to like drink a soda and I got on my shirt and I'm like, I see, I see why we're saying this now. <laughs> so yeah, I spilled barbecue sauce on my shirt. My sister-in-law, her tooth falls out <laughs> and Darren goes out um, to smoke a cigarette in the middle of all this chaos. Uh, he saves a dog. Mm-hmm. I guess a dog like ran into the road. Yeah, there's a dog running around the parking lot and everybody's got like lifted trucks and stuff. And this thing's like a foot off the ground. So I went and shoot it back up by the houses and got it out the way because it literally laid down and rolled over in the middle of the parking lot. Just asking to get run over. And then my kid is dipping her grilled cheese sandwich in her green bean water. Yeah, what was that with that? We're, we're a mess. And then when we left, Aaron I... was like, oh, it seemed like some like a couple ladies in there were like, smiling at me and I'm like yeah because next to us you know I mean they're probably just like oh look at this nice person with these these two (laughs) this mess of people who are not together babysitting everyone pretty much taking them back to the uh, house the the foster house so that was that was um Tuesday um Wednesday we went into downtown Asheville I actually had lunch with a lawyer who gave me like my first big family law case. She was retiring and I took it over for her and we had never met in person. And recently when I, um, we had connected, um, in an attorney group or something. And I was like, why have we never met in person? Like we should get coffee. And she's like, well, I live in North Carolina over in Asheville. And so I messaged her 
And we met up for lunch. And while my sister-in-law, she went to the dentist to get a, a, her tooth fixed. Um, and Darren and I, we went and got some coffee. Then I went and had lunch with this lawyer and Darren and Joey, what did you guys do? You went uh, we, and you had yeah, dumplings. We, we had a whole day of it. We got wontons and dumplings. Um, we went to a park an art gallery, this double decker, like English bus, but transformed into a coffee shop. That's called the coffee bus. It was really cool. I got a couple pictures of that. And then I got them some souvenirs. Yeah. We got little bracelets. Um, so like yeah, little, um, Kelsey and I ones. have like little matching beaded bracelets. And then, um, and then Darren met back up with me and the attorney and we all went to this place called the chocolate lounge yeah. and they had all sorts of like fancy hot chocolate. So I had this thing called a liquid truffle and it was exactly like it sounds. It was delicious. Um, I think Darren, you had that too, right? Yeah, It's like they nuked a chocolate bar and turned it into like liquid and put it in a cup. It was so good. So that was Wednesday. That was a big day. Then yesterday I went to a coffee shop and just worked all day. So I was in Burnsville, but didn't really see much. And, um, ever Kelsey worked and Darren was hanging out with Joey. And then after that, I went on an adventure to like the local grocery store and this strange discount store called roses because I needed to pick up a couple things. We needed printer paper. Did you get that? Yes, I did get printer paper. (laughs) And and Kelsey was like, go to roses. And this place was roses down there. Holy shit. Do you know, do you know about them? I'm not really familiar with them. You, you really don't Ocean City much then if you don't know Roses. I do remember them being in Ocean City, but is that, that's the same yeah. store? I guess oh, so. I think so. Bunch well, of weird I, random hodgepodge discount shit. Yes. You might go in there today strange. and it won't be the shit like a you lot saw of earlier. Jesus items in mm-hmm. there. Um... And I wandered around. I was like, what is this place? It was just like almost like Kmart, but worse. And it was empty. And it's like where things just go to die. Maybe that's where you'll find my body. Um, And so I went there, went to the grocery store, and then we um, celebrated Darren's. So Darren's birthday is today. So we started the birthday celebration last night. Um, I didn't know it was his birthday. We were coming down here. But you guys do shots? (laughs) Dawned on me just one random day. Yeah. So, um, we just got like a couple balloons and like, you know, decorations and we ordered Chinese food and hung out and played some drinking games and yeah, that's what we did. And then today we're going to do a little more exploring and we're going to head back tomorrow before it snows. So that's been the trip. I mean, it hasn't been too eventful because I have been doing some getting some work done but been eventful enough eventful enough so and my sister-in-law did get her tooth fixed in case anyone's wondering about that sweet i had that down to ask about later so yeah um yeah so that's been the trip um and i think joey's had a good time i mean joey likes hanging out with darren and we have fun i mean everyone spoils her rotten so it's, you know, um, my brother and sister-in-law spoil her rotten. Kelsey's joking. My brother brought home crab dip because my brother works in a restaurant and he 
had made some crab dip at work and brought it home. And she's like, you never bring home food. You're only bringing it home because Liz is here. And he's like, pretty much. I'm like, good. Someone should spoil me. I deserve it. At least he's honest. Yeah. No one else in my family does. No one else in my family even listens to this podcast. So I can call them out as much as I want because. Do it. Do it. Yeah. I mean, considering I had a whole thing where I basically said you bend over backwards for everyone else and don't really care about my endeavors or when I lived out of state made a special effort to like do things with me or when I went to college 30 minutes away you never came to to visit me 30 minutes away I didn't have a car so you know despite what they say they still don't listen to this podcast so so let's let's break this down because I, I want to dig more into this and try to get an idea of of really what's going on here. So so we're gonna have a little air quote law pod therapy session here. I think love it. Ready. Um, of your siblings, how many went to undergrad? Um, two of the three went to undergrad, not in the traditional straight from college to undergrad way like I did where or high school to college I mm-hmm. did the you know graduate high school go to college go to law school um my youngest brother just finished his undergrad degree not too long ago um he's 27 I believe um and then my middle brother I think he finished up undergrad as I was finishing law school and my middle brother is the same age as me okay and how about the parentals the parentals, my dad went to culinary school and my mom um, has a master's in education. That's right. She's a, she's involved with the education somewhere, something teacher, something like that. She used to be a teacher. Now she's a paraeducator. Um, okay. It's like a, a teacher's assistant, basically. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So of the kids... You're the only one that traditionally that in the in that straightforward B line A to B to C sense went to college without you know backpacking in Europe or whatever other shit that correct. That, that could um, you do my middle brother went to art school. Um, he has an art degree um, from SCAD Savannah College of Art and Design. And then my youngest brother has an accounting degree. So they did the four-year degree thing too. Um, just not in the way that I did. Right. And then you went I to law school and, and you knocked that out in three years directly following undergrad, right? Correct. So I think that there's like probably this perception of a perception and an expectation of success that probably has everybody seeing you in a light where now nah, she's fine. She'll take care of herself. She, she, you know, she doesn't need her hand held because she didn't true. That is true. delay. She didn't fall off the path. She didn't dick around. She didn't reprioritize things that, that are not traditionally the quote norm of a priority of go to high school, finish high school, go to college, do the next thing, so on and so forth. Um, so maybe that's it. I mean, maybe you've outkicked where their their expectation was. So they feel like, I don't want to say that they feel like you're above them. That's not the words that I'm trying to use here. That's no, not, but, but, but the, 
can we really help somebody who's achieved more than anybody else in this little motley crew has from a yeah, perception standpoint? No, I think that's exactly on point. Um, but they could still listen to my fucking podcast. I would not. I don't want anybody in my family. I mean, just because I had a whole thing when um, actually my brother and sister-in-law, the one who I'm visiting, they came up a few weeks ago. Oh, now it's like Liz's family drama. And somehow I like got in my feelings about um, I may have even mentioned it on here. Um, I don't know. Uh, We're trying to coordinate things. Oh, this was when I um, flipped a shit about um, spaghetti. Yeah, we talked about this. We did talk about that. Yes. And after that, and my brother asked me yesterday, he's like, so what what came out of all that anything? And I was like, because we were talking about the podcast and how they don't listen and this and that. And then basically he's like, so nothing, nothing changed. And I was like, did you really think it would? And he's like, no, I should have known better. But like, why do you want your family listening to this? Like, this is the last thing I would want my mother listening to. Because it's a thing I'm doing and they can be about people like Erica was like already pissed when like there was, she was like, what the hell is this episode about? Like a vagina, you're applying for jobs. You are like putting yourself out in the world. <laughs> I'm screen sharing this meme that I just saw that made me yeah. lose my shit. So yeah, essentially my wife is like, what are you saying about vaginas? Like in these episodes, you're a professional, like be careful of what you say. And she's somewhat right. Like I should probably be careful about what I say on here. Nothing about what I say on here would make anyone in my family happy. Um, like at best, Erica will like roll her eyes listening to these. But yeah, like why would you? Want- I, yeah, I mean, I guess because I'm not saying anything that isn't a hundred percent authentic. Like I don't think any of my beliefs are controversial. You know, like I'm. 100% okay as we all are since we put out the get your fucking vaccine episode episode 10 go listen to it you yep. know um, us now. so I think you know I think nothing I say though. or do is particularly controversial and this is it's me and I'm controversial it's just and... talking shit about your parents on here you can't well do I am it now because they don't listen and I'm mad clearly clearly I'm having feelings they won't hear it they're not going to hear this feelings <laughs> of the, should these probably be explored in therapy? Yes. Are we doing that here? Apparently no. so. It's free. It is free. This is this is your therapy. Very good. I'm going to stop this screen share because you guys have seen this fun meme. It was good. Please do not flush anything other than bathroom tissue. Thank you. And then it says carefully puts turd in pocket. Yeah, I've been staring at it the last two minutes. <laughs> good times. The internet never fails. Yeah. But so I'm visiting, I'm visiting my oldest brother who understands these things and, you know, does spoil me a little bit, which is nice because, you know, who doesn't like that? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so, Darren, you want to tell us about dog training? Can we talk about Darren's dog yeah. training? Because uh, this is actually Darren is another local business. We had a local business on a few yeah. weeks ago. We had a special episode for the ultimate taco Tuesday, but, uh, Darren also, it's a top bound dog top training bound canine education. Tell, yeah. tell us about it. Yeah. I got the name uh top bound canine education from a friend that passed. It was a movement. He wanted to start something positive. So I was like, you know, in his memory, I'll use that name. Um, not new to dog training. I've been doing it all my life, but professionally and you know for a job i've been doing it about seven months 
Um, I'm attending Animal Behavior College to get certified. It's not necessary to do it, but I mean, it helps. And, you know, I can go into all kinds of different fields after that, you know. Um, yeah, anything specific you guys want to know about dog training? Like any questions you have, like some thoughts on it? Why are Liz's dogs broken? <laughs> that is a uh, wonderful question. Probably like just because they're busy, she works a lot, you know, Kim works a lot, you know, and they're with the baby. So they're trying to get that attention evenly dis distributed. And they did, they had the dogs before the baby. So they were getting one level of attention and now they're getting another level. So that could explain it. It's so, nothing on her fault. It's no fault of anybody. It's just it's what happened. So I broke them. Nah, they're not broken. They're just. Eh. you just put some tape on it it'll be fine you just put <laughs> they just cracked yeah yeah cracked. i don't know if that's gonna work for all the bathroom problems uh, but yeah i'm hoping um after i graduate within the next what four five months maybe um get a nice job at a facility i'm moving to this house here in uh next month that has a yard and the landlord said go for it do your training here so then i could just start you know having hour sessions back to back there instead of having to travel to clients and you know, but behavior um, problem solving actually works better at a client's house because then you can see the environment and you get an idea of what the problem behavior is causing. And then you can help manage it in like that scenario. Whereas if you're like at a facility or at like your own place, like I'd have my yard, um, you can really only do like foundational obedience and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to each. I'll I probably do both. I guess like at Cause when we train my dogs, we're at my house and there's Joey running around mm -hmm. and there's the two dogs and then there's me and my husband. And it's like, yeah, that probably isn't ideal for training, but like that's their yeah. environment. Like there's going to be a two-year-old there. So. And to be fair, they're doing fairly well considering the distractions and everything. Like distraction is like the last thing you want to add during dog training. They, they tell you always, you know, make sure it's peaceful, quiet, no distractions. So, I mean, on that level, they're doing great with everything going on. Like their sit and stay is pretty, pretty good. Um, we have to generalize it a little bit more, but. And what's can, generalizing it? Um, uh, I guess I can explain it this way. Um, there's four stages and you want to, uh, it's acquisition. You want to acquire the behavior. Then you want to work on fluency. You want to make it more fluid, you know, like a, like a better sit instead of a dog just plopping down. You want them to like, you know go down slowly you know so you, you tune it up and then you want to generalize the behavior so you can put it in all kinds of situations scenarios locations you know and the dogs have the idea okay when we're training sit stay but when liz is going off to work they have to be generalized hey you got to do that at this time too and they just haven't gotten there yet yeah, they're pretty good. We've now gotten them trained up to the point where they're pretty good about things when we're in training time. But when I'm trying to head out the door and like sit, stay, if it's just me heading out the door, it's fine. Usually they'll sit, stay, and it's good. But if I'm heading out the door and I have, you know, like my work bag and I have trying to get Joey out the door um, and they see that they might be able to have a good opportunity to seize and get by me and run out the door, they'll take that. Yeah, you grabbing your stuff is probably a cue to the dog. They see that. They're like, we got an opportunity to get out the house. Oh, so should I like secretly? <laughs> I, you, you could would know what you could do is you could just get them into the back room or something, get them to not see you grab it and then 
shut the gate. I mean, even if they jump it, you know, it takes a second to jump it and then grab your stuff and then go. Um, that it, that's more unlikely what it is. They see it and they know. What yeah, that means. they do jump the yeah. baby gate in the house. I mean, the baby gate is for the baby, so yeah. the baby can't jump it. Which that's that's good. Although if she could, I would be very impressed. She would literally be a Joey. Yeah, a literal kangaroo. So, yeah. So, um, tell our listeners where they can contact you for dog training. Um, right now on Facebook under Darren Smith, um, I'm working on a top bound Facebook page. Um, like I said, I'm still fairly new to the whole business aspect. So, um, I'm working on all that. I do have business cards. Um, but yeah, the page should be up pretty soon and it's top bound canine education. And I'm, I'm going to get it linked to uh, Google too, probably next month as well. Yeah. So yeah, Darren, the dog trainer, everybody. Thank you. Thank you figure things out as I go. And I, I'm not the only dog haver on this podcast. Ariel and Joe, but also oh, have dogs. We yeah. all have dogs. What kind of dogs you guys have? What breeds? I have a Shih Tzu. He's 13 or he's going to be 13 this year. We don't train him. Did you say a Beagle? A Shih Tzu. A Shih Tzu. Oh. Manny, he's so cute. My aunt has one of those. She's. That's all she gets. Every time she got a dog, it was always a Shih Tzu like our favorite breed that's how my spouse now feels and it's fine and they're really cute and they're really portable but i i've definitely had other breeds and i'm not married to this one yeah i can't decide when i what kind of breed i want to get it's either a toss-up between um pit bull i want a husky but it's gonna be a lot of work and maybe a labrador golden retriever that's probably what i'll end up getting <clears throat> yeah golden yes yeah, joe but is your dog a lab it's a uh it's called a pocket lab so it is a lab some sort of mix it's it's smaller than normal wow i actually haven't heard of that there's so many dog breeds out there like i'm still learning like a whole bunch of different kinds and like the mixed breed mutts and everything it could get complicated <clears throat> Yeah, we don't actually know what our dogs are. They were rescues. I don't know. I think if I... Um, they look like they got Collie in them. Y- d- hmm. Not Monica Chandler. Yeah, my dogs are Monica and Chandler. Um, and um, they're... You know, if I ever in the future get another dog, I would probably get a puppy. I... Um, I got some used dogs this time. I think they came to me with a little bit of emotional damage. And I think next time I will get a fresh dog. I think rescuing no. dogs. Do it up right. <laughs> I think rescuing dogs is great. And I think people should rescue dogs. But I don't you know. You can still I, rescue puppies. Also, yeah, like, I would rescue them. There's going to be my plan. Um, at the ending of my schooling, I have to do a little volunteer time training dogs at a shelter to help them want to get picked. And that's what I'm going to do since I'm moving next month and I'll have the room because I have two cats right now in an apartment and that won't go very well. They don't like dogs. So um, I'm going to just when I start training there at the um, shelter, I'm going to just find a good dog that does really good training, you know, listens, you know, has a good temperament and personality. And then I'm going to end up adopting that dog. That way, you know, I'll have myself a, a companion. And then the reason that I'm worried about like the skill levels, because I want him or her to be a demo dog for clients so that way i can show them off be like look this is what you're going to get out of training you know sit stay down look you know all that show it off and they're like okay yeah i want that a demo dog yeah yeah that's that's, that's a thing that's what most places have most facilities you have they have like a dog or two 
that they show off. Like when you come to do a consultation, they're like, this is what we include. Then they, you know, show all the different stuff that you teach a dog. And they're like, well, this is what you'll get out of it. It makes sense. Just yeah. the phrase demo dog sounds really yeah. funny. Yep. Yeah. Uh, demo dog or, um, what was the other term? I can't remember right now. My brain's like half functioning. Well, I don't want a puppy ever again. No puppies ever again for for me. Ariel, what'd you say? I'm not a puppy person. No more puppies for me. Um, They take a lot of work. Train service dogs. I just don't feel the need Mm -hmm. for like, I mean, I think Liz got a little unlucky. Like, I don't think you got like broken dogs. I think like. Certainly not housebroken, right? Yeah, they're not housebroken dogs. But yeah. other than that, they're not about broken. That. They're so we're having some issues sweet. on the that front. Um, yeah, but like but I've always it, gotten old dogs, and they. I wouldn't say it's housebroken. Like they know to go out, but for some reason they're doing it in there. I don't. They. It's definitely because of the baby. Because actually, I was talking I, I to really Tim last night, is. and he said they've been much better since Joey has not been in yeah, the house. It's. it's um, because they've gotten much worse since Joey, you know, I mean, when babies are born, you know, we love them, but they're crying potatoes for quite a while. Um, and so I don't think it's really registering to the dogs maybe as like, this is a whole person. It's not, you know, walking around. It's mostly it's, she's sleeping a lot or we're holding her. And now that she's in the toddler phase and running around, they're jealous. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's not, there's not much I can do about it. So, you know. I mean, they're going to have, they have to learn to live with it. You know, I got, but you're not returning trouble having a kid. So I was like, we're getting, we're getting dogs. Cause I was like, maybe that's not happening. And then, you know, oh crap, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Pretty much. And they overheard this conversation. You know, I mean, I've, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before that it was definitely like a little bit of a journey. Um, and so that's why I woke up one day and I was like, we're getting dogs. And my husband's like, what, why you've never wanted a dog before. And I was like, because apparently having a child, isn't working out and something to care for and love. Yeah. So I was like, it'll be a distraction. It'll be a yeah. good distraction. Oh. And so I got dogs and then, and then the baby followed shortly after. And it was not, and, you know, I mean, the dogs are going to have to deal with Now what you got a do. happy little family. We do. We do. Um, so Yeah. Um, so another thing on the agenda that I wanted to talk about, and I would like to ask our listeners if you would like a special episode on this, I'm springing this now. I have not talked to my co-host about this, nor Jobeth doesn't give a shit. She also can't hear us right now because she's not. What'd you say? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes, exactly what I would say. Continue. So I wanted to see if we could do a special Inventing Anna episode because I just finished the show and I'm a little obsessed with it and there's law parts on it. And I guess want to know, listeners, if you're watching it, what are your thoughts? I have thoughts. I was texting Jobeth and Ariel, um, I think yesterday about how this isn't a spoiler because, you know, there's a trial in the show. Um Uh, Basically, the show, it's based on a true story about this woman who pretended to be a socialite and used it 
to scam her way into elite hotels and things like that. They would let her in and then she wouldn't pay because there was no money. And it's all about how she creates this persona, how she gets people to trust her. And it becomes a very high profile case. And in the show, the attorney's closing is less than five minutes. And that made me angry. And I did not like it. And Ariel is like, Liz, it's a show. It's adapted for TV. It's fine. And she's correct. But yeah, I, still... I just don't think the trial had. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing, which is, I think, one issue with us doing. I, I think we at least have to have like two thirds of the hosts of this podcast. Like, otherwise, it's not a dialogue. It's a monologue. But I, yeah, no, that's more of us have to watch this before. We'll throw it out there. So if people say, hey, we want to hear this, then Ariel can finish it. Then I'm going to get a homework assignment. Okay. I mean, it's only nine episodes. It's nine episodes. Like nine hours of your life, Jobeth. Um, We found it like kind of painful. So we stopped after like two or three episodes, but I'll keep going. Um, It gets, it gets persevere on the stride. Listen, I, I am in about to start the final season of probably my fifth or sixth watch through of star trek deep space nine so i don't know that i've got time to put something else on my plate (laughs) i wish we could just like talk about billions like if we wanted to have like a good show to talk about from a legal perspective billions is just a fucking blast what is that on is that hbo or showtime i want to say it's showtime okay I don't know right. if I have that or not. I have so many fucking subscriptions that I don't know what I have and what I don't have. Same. We're trying to like save money for the wedding and we went through like what we could get rid of, but like it's not working. All of our subscription services, like, I don't know. We use them and it's yeah. unfortunate. That's the thing. Also, is like, when we can't unbundle things, things. You don't want to cut the things that you use. Yeah. Also, like, so we spend a ton of money on Hulu, and I just, like, don't want to spend that much money because we don't watch live television. But, like, we can't cut it because then you don't have access to, like, just regular television anymore. Like, it used to be that you could just, like, log on and watch past seasons of things, and it was all fun. But, like, I don't want to be on, like, past seasons of 15 shows. I did go one year where I didn't pay for like subscription services other than like more than like ten dollars a month and i ended up buying seasons of television and i was like okay this is already like out oh you're buying like be. individual shows yeah i, I was buying really individual that does shows that. I, I only did it for like a year yeah i, I mean i would watching. buy them as a season we were watching but, the blacklist like, and NBC switched their shit to where they're only showing you the most recent four or five episodes. And we were about a season and a half behind and we used to be able to see it all. And, you know, and, and obviously if you're watching it on something like Netflix, you're, you're like two seasons behind. And I ended up just being like, fuck it. I bought season eight and you buy it by the season, which at the time that I did it, that was fully released but then i also when we got to the end of that i was like all right i'm buying season nine as well which is not it's still going but what happens is is that we've got everything that was there up to date and then i just you know you get a notification of hey there's a new episode there's a new episode so fuck it because i didn't want to just wait and dick around and be like i hope that this shows up on some streaming service that i have access to that i can i can get to it 
ho-hum. Yeah, I don't think I've bought a season of a show in a long time. Maybe, I mean, not since I bought them on DVDs, but I have the Hulu that does not include live TV. It's, I think, the middle package. Um, but I think I still get current episodes of shows. I mean, it depends because Hulu doesn't have everything. Yeah. There's just there's... Hulu does have ads. The one I pay for is ads. So it doesn't have everything. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't have. Yeah. I guess not. It has what I want on it, though. I mean, there isn't a ton. Like, I watch the new episodes of, like, Bob's Burgers on there. Oh, new episodes? Well, just when they come out. Oh, I, I didn't know they were doing new ones. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's still on. It's still kicking. Um, so. So, yeah. But I do. I do tend to have a hard time when like Ariel was saying, she's like, this is adapted for TV. And I, I guess I get a little bit too critical just in general of TV shows, not even about law things, but just in general, I have trouble remembering that it's not not real. Yeah. That it's not real. Cause in my head in that moment, it's real. And then I'm like, why did they do it like this? And it's, it's TV. So, so yeah, but Listeners, if you're if you're watching that or if you're watching Billions or whatever shows you're watching that have law in them, let us know and we can talk about them. Law and Order. Yeah, Law and Order. I'm law and Order is coming back, isn't it? I think so. And no. I never really got into it. Um, I have seen it, but... My grandmother was like addicted to it. So growing up as a teenager, I'd watch Law and Order and CSI with her like all the time. I learned so much from that stuff. Yeah, I've had to kill somebody. I don't know how eventually. real that one is. Kill Grissom, yes. Oh my god, they came back with a new CSI. I'm excited. Like, same, we now we now have characters. the playbook. It's within the 8,000 seasons of CSI or Law and Order or whatever. Yeah, yeah I've seen all of CSI, now. not Law and Order. Again, this is episode 18. It's also eventually going to be episode one um, <laughs> of the spinoff podcast about Liz being murdered. True crime. Um, we're, I we're, did, we're in the true crime. I did crime also get now. an article shared um, to us. So I, while I don't have a um, question from the jury, can I uh, switch gears a little bit to the um, article submission from the jury? Yeah, let's get it. Okay. So, um, and this I have... I think I just casually mentioned to Ariel and Jobeth and Darren has no idea. So this was a um, article that was submitted from. So first of all, if there's anything, and I know we said this before, and you can always email us at airquotelawpod at gmail.com or tweet at us, airquotelawpod, for things you want us to talk about. Um, and again, this this is a message that does not apply to anyone listening to this, but I'm going to put out a message. If you don't <laughs> listen to my podcast, do not send me things to talk about on my podcast. Because that just doesn't make sense, does it? I, I, I feel like we don't, we could use more mail. We I could like use more mail. Send something have... intriguing and we wanted to answer. We don't have to answer any of these. If somebody gave us like something interesting to talk about, I wouldn't poo-poo it. I'm, well, I'm but curious. I can tell you don't listen to my podcast when you submit a question that's like this is a complicated tax issue can you talk about it on your podcast <laughs> but i mean Power- we do occasionally want to talk about law stuff but yeah but i can tell somebody- you don't listen to my podcast 
when that's how you're approaching it. Okay, that's that. But how is somebody finding that they're emailing you directly because they know you have a podcast? They know me. People who know me are like, you should talk about this on your podcast. And I'm like, but you don't listen to my podcast. This is not content that would work because I'm not doing intense legal research for my podcast. That's my job. This is, this is fun. Why do you want to do more? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to entertain any ideas. It's just one of those things where it's like, if you don't listen to my show, I I guess I'm feeling very mad that people don't listen to my show in my life. Apparently. putting it out there more. I'm going to be like, hey, advertise your show more. Thank you. I have business cards and yeah. stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and now that the previous episode is out, uh, Joe, let's talk about um, our new uh, stickers. Yes, we have. Um, and, and these were on our social media that were dropped. I put some pictures of them out there. But um, yeah, we got some cool, fun stickers made of the Looky Loo. So if you are an actual listener, which would be how you're hearing the words from my voice right now, and you've got any sort of questions, weird topics, shit like that, that you want us to talk about, drop us an email, airquotelawpod at, at uh, gmail.com. And if you give us a postal address, we will we'll mail you out one of these Looky Loose stickers while, they, while we still have them. They're very cute. It is um, a little cartoon image of a Looky Loo. It has a cute little face and it says, let's have a look-see. Um, when we first made them, I sent it to my friend um, before that episode even dropped. And um, her response was just, well, this this makes that whole process seem like it a little better because at least it has a cute little face on it. Um, so, yeah, if you don't know about the looky Lou, Is this who um, emailed us this this article? Um, oh, no, the article. Um, so this article, it, it did come from a listener. Um, the listener is indeed my husband. <laughs> Wait, I don't even remember what this article. What is this article that. about? It, have we even talked about it yet? I don't know. No, no, we segued off. We got off topic as per usual. Um, yeah, so a listener, um, it's Tim. Tim sent me an article and he's like, you could talk about this. But Tim gets it. Tim does get what we're doing here. And I do appreciate that he gets the content and the kind of stuff that um, I also we're have talk Tim's about. address. So should I waste a stamp and mail him a looky loose sticker? Um, no, I don't waste a stamp. I'll just uh, I'll just bring one home. All right. <laughs> um, but um this article is actually old it's from 2017 so i don't know how this came to him but the article says employees smash chuck e cheese's head with a sledgehammer once the show is over um so first let's do a bit of trivia let's i'm gonna give you all a trivia question oh trivia um so chuck e cheese we all know it's spelled chuck and then e period like the initial and then cheese what does the e stand for Oh, I think I knew this at one point in time. I don't know. Uh, Edward? Not Edward. It's not. Eduardo? I mean, it is his name, but it's not. It's not a, a traditional name. Hmm. I mean, someone out there may have this name. I don't know. But it stands for entertainment. Hmm. His Full name is, I believe, Charles Entertainment Cheese. Huh. Fun fact. Yeah. I never knew that. I always wondered what the E was. I thought it was Chucky, but they did it clever. Nope. It's Charles Entertainment Cheese. He has a, a full name. So um, so first of all, um, apparently, and I didn't know this because um, this article came out in 2017. My kid is not old enough for Chuck E. Cheese yet, so I'm not really, you know, up Can't on the- wait, though, can you? 
Uh, I don't know. That's a lot of kids and a lot of germs. <laughs> you Financially, you can wait. We're have a blast. Uh, play every game. We'll climb through the tunnels. Oh, yeah. So many germs. Joe, did you take your kids to Chuck E. Cheese? We'll bring. They have been. Up. Yes. Is it gross and germy and gross? You know, I yes. have not taken them to Chuck E. Cheese since the pandemic and my opinions on germs may have shifted a little bit so i there were probably certainly some apprehensions at times but i don't know that i noticed it being anything that was not within the the normal purview of of where I would be out and about. Now, if I walked into one today <clears throat> with with a little bit of a paradigm shift in how I see touching things in the world and germs and things, I don't know if I'd feel the same way. Yeah, that makes sense. That's true. I may have felt different about it, you know, pre-March of 2020. Um, yeah, we're coming so, up. Yeah, we're but the, I guess by the time, time this episode is it, is... drops, we're at the two-year anniversary of the world falling apart. Yeah. Because this episode, let's see, this episode will drop on, what is Monday? The 14th. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to say... I want to say everything came crashing down like right before St. Patrick's Day. So I, I specifically recall the 13th that year being a Friday. And that's when kind of the like things hadn't shut down yet, but it was in the air and we knew that it was going to happen. And there's just constantly been this talk about Friday the 13th started this off, fucked us over. And it's, it's never been the same yet. And it was weird because that was a year that we had a leap year. I, I, I wore my Leap Day William costume. I don't know if yes. you remember that. Um, you know, I'd like to think that we're almost out of this thing, but who knows? It does seem like it. Seems like it's been calming down a bit. I, mean, I, I, I do recall... They're more covering this war in Ukraine than they are... Uh, covid but that's yeah i was gonna say i've been hearing a lot less about covid mm-hmm. and for more depressing reasons yeah, so. yeah unfortunately but but also like news coverage has absolutely nothing to do with whether or not covid is over Correct. yeah but i'm really sad that they extended the tsa requirement of mask wearing by a month because Oh, is I'm there a about... date where that is supposed to end? So it was supposed to end March 18th and they've extended it to April 18th. And I'm about to be on a plane and um, I'm vaccinated, boosted and have had COVID. And I just want to like fucking breathe on the flight. Listen to See, my social problems. You know, I, I think I deviate <laughs> from your opinion there i don't know that i will regardless of what the regulations are being in in a a tight kind of cramped space like that with who knows what the fuck's on that plane i don't know that i ever get on a plane without uh yeah i haven't flown since covid um you know was a thing but i will probably wear a mask next time i get on a plane i wore 
a mask prior to COVID on a flight when I was sick once because I was like, it's just fucked up to like breathe on people for no good reason um, when you're sick on a plane. So I've done that, but like, honestly, like if I just want to be able to breathe or have the option to breathe yeah, on like an eight hour flight. Eight hours is long. And yeah, I guess this... you could you could take it off though if you're eating or something, right? Yeah. So, so it's possible because my next, let me think. My next trip is in two weeks. I've got a pro day in, for Notre Dame that I'm flying into Chicago. I want to say whatever that Friday, no, the Thursday. It's 24th, maybe. So this will be still masks required, correct? By March 24th? Yes. Okay. My next jaunt is mid-April, like the 11th through the 17th. Masks? No masks? No. You'll be mad. There'll be mass if it's extended till April 18th. April 18th is the cutoff. So, oh, great. And, and I'm not concerned with me because I'm probably still going to wear a mask, but it's, you know, damn well that 90% of the people on those planes, once it's not required, are not going to be wearing masks. Um, of course, it, the, the, there will, if it stays on the track that it's on now, the, the first no mask flight that I will take will, of course, be to Las Vegas, the, the cesspool of disease. The Chuck E. Cheese of the adult germs. world. Yeah, the adult Chuck E. Cheese. A, a city that is an, an adult Chuck E. Cheese. And I am on my way. <laughs> so, so going back um, to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, yeah, it basically says that um, they're phasing out the animatronic singing critters. Which, God bless. I'm, who gives a shit? Like, does anybody I pay mean, any attention to that shit? I feel hair. like when I was a kid, I enjoyed it, but they scared me. I, they are creepy, yeah. Yeah, they just. Oh, look! You want to do that little song again? That was great. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, and Bird. so uh, apparently, people were caught um, bludge- bludgeoning. A Chuck E. Cheese head with sledgehammers in the alley behind a Chuck E. Cheese. Weird. And I guess the policy is that they have to destroy these Chuck E. Cheese heads. Um, and so that they're not sold. They don't want anybody wearing them and then going and robbing banks. And then they've got to answer a bunch of questions like, "Hey, fucking mouse, did you rob Who this bank? Would we rob saw a you. bank." in a Chuck E. Cheese, the head is fucking huge. You'd be like a bobblehead. Nobody wants to bobble their way through a burglary. Listen, like, I am not a bank robbery expert by any means, but- I think like the head is just so big. It wouldn't be like practical. I assume so it's that they're not sold like outside of the organization for lots of money. So that- that is kind of the point. There's another article um, and it's basically talking about how they want to keep every Chucky and Chucky friends 
item related under wraps. They don't want those floating around to the public. Um, and so the policy is they're supposed to destroy the heads. They are not supposed to bludgeon them with sledgehammers in a parking lot. I think That's that they're brutal. supposed to be cut in half and then sent back to a facility where they are destroyed. Um, and one part of it is that they were saying um, if kids saw a random Chucky head floating around, it might be problematic. Um, you know, they don't want to ruin the mystery and the magic for kids. Um, and the second thing, and I don't know, Ariel, if this is your more your wheelhouse or not, but um, there was an intellectual property attorney who weighed in on one of these articles and her take on it is that they don't want a secondary market to pop up with Chuck E. Cheese's intellectual property. Yeah, that was more my thought. Because I mean, you see how much there's like business, like when you get like vintage Coke things or like vintage whatever, this Chuck E. Cheese head like 20 years from now is going to be worth a surprising amount. Yeah. I'm currently on eBay. There are no Chuck E. Cheese heads here. You can get a vintage Chuck E. Cheese fiberglass molded 3D Chuck E. figure, huge sign, eight foot by four foot authentic for $2,200. This thing, obviously, people who collect old shit are used to it being in some sort of old ass condition. This looks like shit. Um, yeah. So imagine the head. How much of a hard on I potentially had for Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not buying this thing or thinking it looks good. Yeah. No heads on here, though. But now no. you know there's a market for those heads. Imagine how much a head would go for. Let's go steal a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, this is not what I'm going to jail for. Yeah, and so basically they don't want this secondary market to pop up because they want to protect their copyright. And you have to, I guess I don't know much about copyright law, but that's the theory is that you have to uh, defend your copyright. You can't, if you just let people have access to all these Chuck E. Cheese heads and start doing their own thing with them, you can't pick and choose who you crack down on. If you're yeah. going to crack down on it, my understanding is you have to crack down unilaterally as yeah. much as you can. Um, and so basically their practice is to take all parts off the head and they salvage the nose and the ears and some other parts what they're doing with and those. they make head cheese out of it the same that they would with animals <laughs> wild At your local deli there's a Chuck E. cheese head cheese and their policy is when the stores are operating is to never bring the head out by itself as to not traumatize children i guess because they don't want to I mean, that's this makes sense interesting now i want to go check out a Chuck E. cheese and see if they've kind of revamped it because i mean they were probably shut down for a period of time during covid like like a lot of other you stuff think I just don't feel like they're the type of business that would have been like, this is our opportunity to like really scrub these carpets. And- Dude, there were so many grants that the government was basically giving away money yeah. to businesses to do stuff like that. There was obviously there was some employee stuff, but like even here in, in town um, in Elkton, there's uh, some real estate that I am about to start negotiating on to potentially buy. And as people are learning about this, they're like, oh, you need to apply for all these grants. There's still COVID money left over and you can, you know, use it to do some of the renovation that's going to need to happen in this building if we end up buying it. 
So, you know, I, I would imagine that there was a ton of stuff like that, that companies like that most likely took advantage of because they're investing on taxpayer dollars in the future of their business. So why not? Capital improvements. I'm like at, looking at this up no right cost. now. Um, All right. So before we round this out, I teased it. The, this this week's item of the week, which you can go to amazon.airquotelawpod.com. This is Ariel's request. We've got a yodeling pickle. Uh, I don't know much about this. Ariel's mentioned this before. It is an eight-inch yodeling pickle. I don't know. You're just going to have to go to... It looks like it's got it's battery operated. It, it doesn't vibrate, does it? Is this something else, Ariel? No. Did we no, just put a dildo on here? This is just really... It's a, we, yeah, it's no. a yodeling pickle. It's got a button on it. There's a video on the thing. So go to amazon.airquotelawpod.com. Check out the yodeling pickle. Whether you buy it or not, if you navigate to other stuff and do your shopping, then we, uh, we get a little, little jingle in our, uh, in our pocket there, which will help us keep this thing going for y'all. Um, I just have one quick thing follow up on the Chuck E. Cheese, what they did during COVID was they expanded into, um, I think frozen pizzas, like selling their pizza as like takeout. And we then, got the grocery store. Yeah. Weird. Well, they also have a ghost kitchen at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, like on the, on the, on the, on uh, the delivery apps. Yeah. So they're on, if you go on a delivery app, I think that they have, you know, some pizza restaurant listed that doesn't exist and it's just Chuck E. Cheese. It's just coming from Chuck, you get Chuck E. Cheese that they put in whatever box it is that they've labeled as their ghost kitchen. If you guys want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, I'm down to eat some questionable pizza always. I I have a child. All right. Tell oh, us. Oh, I don't want to go with children. So yes, yeah, so you, you know. can't you. go without children. Sure you can. You, you yeah. just can't leave with children that aren't yours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. So tell us about your thoughts on Chuck E. Cheese, airquotelawpod at gmail.com. If you give us our your, your mailing address, we will not share it with the world, but we will mail you some stickers and maybe some other cool stuff as they come about. Um, make sure you let us me. know. Are you a parent? Do you go to Chuck E. Cheese without kids, with kids? What are your thoughts? Um, take a look at uh, Ariel's vibrating, I mean, yodeling pickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not mine. Amazon.airquotelawpod.com. And Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.